Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to talk to you about our air fryer bucket list. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy air fryer recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash AF bucket list or search bucket list at recipethis.com. Let's talk air fryer potatoes, my favourite comfort food in the air fryer. My favourite is potato wedges. And the reason for that is because they're so simple, yet so, so delicious. If I was to ask my husband Dominic of the best way that he likes me to cook potatoes for him for dinner, he will always choose air fryer potato wedges. I think it's because of the skin as well. Because when you think of potato wedges when you have them, and you have them at somewhere like Kentucky Fried Chicken, they always have that lovely seasonal coating on them. Well, when you air fry them, it has the exact same texture and taste as at KFC, and you can mix and match them with your favourite seasonings, and they're just amazing. I mean, I tend to cook them on an evening, and what we will do is we will have mix and match of a few foods to go together, And then what I have is a few little tables and I'll put these little tables out in front of the sofa and we will enjoy mix match of finger food and at the same time we'll have a movie playing on Netflix in the background and it just makes such a lovely Friday or Saturday night supper for the family to enjoy. Over the years, they've changed a little bit when we get into favourite foods. But usually what we will have is a slow cooker or instant pot with a big batch of chicken wings. Then in another slow cooker, we'll have some ribs. Then I'll do a cob salad and then there'll be potato wedges as the carb. And it's just lovely. I even remember a few years ago... Um, you know, we, we don't have him now, but we used to have this crazy dog. And my mum says, oh God, I'm so glad that monster ran away. She hated him that much. He was the most gorgeous looking dog you'd ever, ever seen. You know, something that would make a good model in a magazine. And he was called Demon. Yes, we should have known when we chose his name. And he was a husky crossed with Labrador. Uh, or a labusky as they are known and he was absolute nightmare and so untrainable and I remember we were in the Facebook group with the others that had got from the same litter and all of them said that they were a nightmare and there were people that had had dogs before and you know when you think to yourself I'm just doing a bad job of training this dog so anyway we used to lock the door because we couldn't have him in the same room when we were eating um, finger food like that and we used to have the door shut and as soon as we opened it and we'd finished eating he'd literally jump on the table and try and steal one of the bones from the chicken wings he was that bad I mean I remember once having a barbecue 
and he'd, uh, the chicken thigh had gone missing and he'd literally eaten a chicken thigh whole with all the bones and everything all at once. And I cannot believe he was not pearly from it and it just came out of his body naturally. Well, anyway, eventually we went on holiday and we put him in kennels and he escaped from the kennels and was never seen again. So I don't know what happened to him. Um, it was very sad, you know, I loved him even though he was a pain in the backside. I mean, he was, uh, he was worse than Marley out of Marley and me, but he was so, so beautiful and so, so cute. And Sophia absolutely adored him. And what we did is we got him the same day we bought our house. So he moved in at the same time. And Sophia was only about four or five months at the time. And he used to always knock her over as well. So I do miss him, but he was a nightmare. And oh my God, he loved the potato wedges. So why air fry potatoes, you're probably wondering. You know, obviously the wedges, you get the attraction with the wedges. But... The air fryer was actually created and the PR surrounding it was air fry potatoes are 97% less oil. That was the slogan for the Philips air fryer and a lot of them still have similar ones now. Yes, we can do fancy things in an air fryer now. We can cook a whole chicken, we can bake a cake in it, we can make chocolate chip cookies. But they were Philips invented the air fryer for potatoes. So it doesn't get any better than doing air fryer potatoes. You know, you can do so many different types of potatoes and I'm yet to find a potato in the air fryer that doesn't taste delicious. It's like the dream air fryer food. It doesn't get any better. But for the taste, and what's the taste like? Well, it's like you're slowly being weaned off uh, the excessive oil that you have when you're used to deep frying potatoes. You know, think of it like chocolate. Imagine you were swapping normal milk chocolate for dark chocolate. Or maybe you have dark chocolate and you have it at the normal, cheap, say, 40% cocoa level. And you go up to 70%. At first, you notice the taste difference. But then, when you try and go back to the older, unhealthier version, your taste palate just doesn't like it. I mean, I remember we went out for dinner and it was horrible and greasy. So there was that to consider. And it was, we'd gone to this fish and chip shop restaurant um, in Portugal. And the thing is, we're from Yorkshire in England and we're used to eating a lot of uh, fish and chips. It's just the normal everyday food. So when we went went out for them, Dominic had been looking for some fish and chips locally because it's what he craves that he can't get here. And they were really, really awful. I couldn't finish them. They were disgusting. But even though they were greasy, it wasn't just about the grease. It was the fact that we're so used to air fried potatoes that now when we eat out and we go and have, say if you're at a restaurant and you order a side of sweet potato fries, they're never as good. They just, they taste so greasy now because your body gets used to a reduction in its saturated fats. And when you do air fried potatoes, you haven't got the saturated fat to worry about that you normally get. You know, the average potato recipe for the air fryer will carry a quarter of a tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil for each person it is serving. And that's the higher oil potatoes in the air fryer. The lower oil potatoes can be 
as much as zero and sometimes a little bit more. It just depends on the type of potatoes you're cooking. But the wonderful thing is, even though it tastes slightly different, it tastes healthier. They have that wonderful, amazing crisp that you normally get on crispy food that's been chucked in the deep fat fryers. So you can kind of enjoy the crispiness, but a healthier version. And also, you're probably wondering, how much oil do I actually put in? You know, I say a quarter of a tablespoon. But what I tend to do is I make a portion of fries. Most of the time, for that portion of fries that goes in the air fryer, there is probably um, three quarters of a tablespoon. But bearing in mind, that's feeding five of us. So if you divide that out... But say between four, because we're feeding two children that are under seven. So, um, you know, they're not like a full portion each. Uh, and then also consider that when you are actually cooking potatoes in the air fryer, even though you put in um, it on the food, the oil still drips down a bit, any excess that hasn't actually stuck to the food. So, you know, you take that down a bit. And, you know, you're probably talking less than a teaspoon of oil per person for some fries compared to how many calories you would be talking if they'd been deep fried. But let's say um, you were using potatoes that had been blanched. They don't need as much oil. So you might just be adding a bit of olive oil spray to them. It just depends on what you're cooking to how much oil you would end up adding. And then reheating. Air fried potatoes are fantastic reheated. You know, it's like you've cooked them once and it re-brings the moisture back to them. It remakes them crispy and they're amazing. I like to meal prep baked potatoes in the Instant Pot. I'll then have a plate of them in the fridge and then at lunchtime we can quickly reheat a baked potato. Then make our favourite fillings to go in the potato and we've got a great lunch. And also, you can reheat potatoes, uh, cut them into different shapes, and do what you like with them. One of our favourite uses of potatoes is actually reheating mashed potatoes in the air fryer. What we did once is we had a a sheet of silver foil. Um, We'd done some meatloaf and mashed potatoes. We had lots of mashed potatoes left over but hardly any meatloaf. I think it was about a slice and a half of meatloaf. So what I did is I cubed up the meat meatloaf, I added it to the mashed potatoes, and I placed it on a silver foil layer and air fried it. The silver foil isn't going to blow away because it's the mash is holding it down. And because the mash isn't touching the air fryer, you're not going to end up with a really mucky, dirty air fryer because of the mash. And it's just ideal. And you could do that same thing with corned beef hash or bubble and squeak or any of your other favourite mash products in the air fryer. It's just a really simple, silly little thing that you wouldn't normally think of unless you were experimenting in the air fryer. And then as well as that, whenever you're cooking air fried potatoes, you can also add in extras. For example, making cheesy fries, you can just add a layer of cheese on top. You can do um, kind of your sloppy joes fries where you do some fries and you add some sloppy joes on top. You can add bacon for breakfast potatoes. You've just got so much choice. It's just unbelievable the different ways you can cook potatoes in the air fryer.
Five Magical Ways to Air Fry Potatoes. So, if I could choose five, which five would I um, choose? You know, I've probably done 60 different potatoes in the air fryer. So, what would I say to you if you wanted to expand on cooking air fry potatoes? Or what would be the five bucket list worthy air fry potato recipes? So, I'd probably start with the wedges. I've mentioned the wedges further up, but let me tell you how I do them. So, you slice them first into wedges shapes. Make sure that the skins are clean beforehand because it depends on how you've got your potatoes. You might have got them from a nice supermarket where they've already been cleaned and washed and there's no effort on your part. So then you would slice them up, load them into a mixing bowl. Make sure it's a big enough mixing bowl so you can get your hands in and your seasoning and there's plenty of space. Season them well with salt and pepper and your favourite seasoning such as Cajun, spice. Add in your extra virgin olive oil and toss with your hands. It's very important you use your hands and not just a spatula because it gets them on the food much better. You know, nothing beats your hands when you're mixing in seasonings. You know, you wouldn't um, you wouldn't mix a cake. Or do um, donuts without using your hands. So I don't know why people don't use their hands more when they're air frying. So anyway, once you've mixed it all together, throw it in the air fryer. And then we start at a lower cook time because otherwise you'll end up with um, really crispy overcooked skin and not um, soft in the centre. So we start off on 160 Celsius, 320 Fahrenheit. And I give them about 15 minutes to get them going. Then I'll toss the air fry basket, increase the temperature and uh, maybe add a little bit of olive oil spray if they're not crispy enough and then I'll probably finish them off for another five minutes and then they're ready to eat. You know, it's just how simple it is. There's no peeling the potatoes to be done. You know, most people love wedges and they're just so easy for all sorts of different dinners, you know, especially for during the week when you're in a rush for dinner and you want a simple way to use up the massive amount of potatoes you've got. But the only thing to note is you can't be really eating potato wedges when you've got eyes on the potatoes. So go with the fresher potatoes rather than the ones that have been uh, sat in your pantry for a week. And then after wedges, it has to be baked potatoes, or as us Brits call them, jacket potatoes. You know, um, when us Brits used to talk about baked potatoes, we were always talking um, normally about roast potatoes or something similar to that. And I remember my grandma started calling them baked potatoes when I was younger because uh, two of my aunts um, lived in America, you know, so the American lingo would travel to her. And I remember saying her saying, oh, I want some baked potatoes. So I started peeling them. And she was, oh, no, I don't mean that. I mean jacket potatoes. And it was, like, really, really funny. And some of the potatoes were missing skin in places because I'd started peeling them. Well, anyway... I always remember my grandma was absolutely obsessed with the baked potato or the jacket, if you call it that. And, you know, when my granddad died, it was just a simple meal for one. So she used to become obsessed with all she would eat would be either baked potatoes or quiche. She just wouldn't eat anything else. So she would put a baked potato in the oven for herself. 
and sometimes have it with um, some butter and whatever a favourite filling was at the time. And I always remember how long it took, but she didn't mind because it helped warm up a kitchen a bit. But when you think of baked potatoes in the oven, you know, you're talking over an hour. But in the air fryer, you're talking close to half an hour. But the reason I love them in the air fryer so much is how amazing the skin is. You don't get a skin like that by cooking them any other way apart from in the air fryer. It's just amazing. And, you know, it's skin lover's dream. It really is. And you can even spray extra virgin olive oil onto the skin to make them even more crispy or increase the heat just to work on the crispiness of them. You can also use the same method for smaller potatoes like baby potatoes too. It doesn't have to be the really, really big ones. You know, and, you know, you can also use the air fryer, like I mentioned, for reheating them. You can cook frozen baked potatoes in the air fryer as well, such as the McCain's brand, instead of doing them in the microwave. I mean, I'm all for microwave potatoes, but they don't bring the crisp. And to me, the baked potato, it's the skin. It has to be about the skin. And talking about a crispy crunch... Next on the list has to be air fryer roasted potatoes. You can dress these up, make them different if you wanted to. But I just love them with salt and pepper and rosemary, you know, or even some garlic. You know, use the same method as you do with the wedges, the tossed in seasoning, and then the air fried. And they are absolutely fantastic. My husband... Uh, has got an addiction to high carb foods, comfort food heaven kind of thing. And whatever he cooks is never healthy. And one thing that he used to make me all the time, which was absolutely delicious, was he'd put a massive amount of roast potatoes in a tray in the oven at once. A ridiculous amount of butter, yeah, <laughs> saturated fat <laughs> coming at me. Um, and then just before they were done, add some melted cheese. And oh my God, they were amazing. But oh, I remember looking them up once and I was thinking oh, that was 2,000 calories just on my potatoes. So when you air fry them, you're saving a lot of calories. I can still add cheese at the end if I want to. You don't need the butter. And... Even when it comes to Thanksgiving and Christmas and other family dinners like Mother's Day and times like that, I always cook air fryer roast potatoes now. I don't think I've done them in the oven for years. And they taste really, really good. They're not as bad as you would think. You're probably thinking, I'm so used to them in the oven, in in the chicken fat or whatever. Well, even better, what we did once was we were cooking some... um, roast duck in the air fryer oven and what we did was we collected the fat that was left from the duck and we mixed it with some potatoes and we made duck fat roast potatoes you can do that you can reserve your fat so if you want the juices from your roast chicken on your potatoes it can be done you can just save a lot on not needing all the saturated fat from the butter or the margarine included. That's the big saving that you're making. Or another favourite of ours for air fryer potatoes is air fryer breakfast potatoes. I first discovered these when we went to Disney World back in 2012. Um, we used to be in the um, 
main food hall at the breakfast bar and they always had air fried breakfast potatoes. I thought they were the most delicious thing ever. And so did Kyle because he's one of these fussy eaters and he hates eggs. And taking him to America for breakfast and getting him an egg-free breakfast <laughs> is a task in itself, especially when you add in a nut allergy to that as well. So we just tended to feed him for breakfast at Disney, either bananas or, or breakfast potatoes. And the greatest thing is that breakfast potatoes can be cooked in the air fryer and you can add your usual bacon and your other bits. You could even have space in the air fryer basket to be able to stick your sausages as well so that you can make a full breakfast at the same time. And what I've found is that the smaller the potato in the air fryer, the crispier you can get the skin or get the coating as you would if you're peeling. So, for example, when you're doing air fry breakfast potatoes, the crisp on them is amazing. And we also do a different version of these sometimes on an evening for dinner. Um, let's say you've got some potatoes and you end up with really silly shaped potatoes. And if you peeled them, you wouldn't have any potato left. Well, instead, you can cube them with the skin still on and then follow a similar recipe to breakfast potatoes. And you've made use of those silly shaped potatoes and you haven't wasted all your potatoes on peelings either. And they are really nice. And then as well as these four, frozen anything, any type of air fried frozen potatoes are absolutely delicious. You know, you really can't fault them. You know, um... I always remember getting Kyle um, what they called smiley fries and they were kind of like a fry but in the shape of a, bit, uh, of a smile instead. But I used to put them under the grill and even when I used my silly oven at a low temperature, the edges would always end up so, so brown and burnt. Yet air fry them in the air fry basket and they come out perfect every time and they have a lovely crisp on them so it's absolutely fantastic and I just recommend you mixing and matching with your favorite air fryer frozen potatoes even if it's like the little cubes just see what works for you and what becomes your favorite and then watch out for deals in the supermarket and when it's next on deals you can uh, buy it in bulk and then load it up into your freezer for next time you need it, can't you? So, that's our five magical ways for air fry potatoes. Next, I want to talk about this week's recipe of the week, which is our air fryer Cajun fries. This is following on from the similar system that we have for wedges and roast potatoes. And it's the idea that you season in advance... And you're cooking your potatoes at two different temperatures to make the perfect potato food in the air fryer. Cajun fries is actually inspired by um, a favourite chain food restaurant called Five Guys. I don't know whether you've heard of it because it's not properly worldwide. It's it's popular in some parts of the world and not so much in others. Kind of a bit like Nando's where... If you live in a country that has one, you know it and you go and eat it all the time. But if not, you don't really care for it. Well, anyway, the point of Five Guys, which I love, is that what they do is they twice cook their fries. So they start them off at a lower temperature, cool them and then cook them on high. 
And then the other thing that they do, which is interesting, is they season them first. So the seasoning sticks to the potatoes before they are deep fried. And it gives it that lovely crisp coating that you normally associate when you're having potato wedges. So we use this as our inspiration to make air fry Cajun fries following a similar theme. Though I may add I've never eaten it five guys because I'm actually allergic to peanuts myself. So it's not a good idea to have peanut oil on my fries. But Dominic has and he absolutely swears by them and he thinks they're the best thing since sliced bread. So, you know, I've got a chef's approval there, haven't I? <laughs> so anyway, how you do it is you peel and slice your potatoes into fries like you always would. Then the seasoned in Cajun seasoning, salt and pepper and a bit of parsley and a small amount of extra virgin olive oil. Think if you're feeding four people to add about three quarters of a tablespoon or whatever feels right so that you can actually see the oil is stuck to the seasoning and it mixes well. And then you mix them well in a bowl to make sure the Cajun and the salt and pepper and the olive oil is getting coated along all the fries. And then you throw them in the air fryer basket. You want to start with 12 minutes at 160 Celsius, 320 Fahrenheit. And then give the air fryer basket a shake. And then cook them for another 5 minutes at 200 Celsius, 400 Fahrenheit. Or if you've got a slow air fryer, what I recommend is after you've done the first cook, stick a fork in. If it easily goes on a fork, so your potatoes are just about there, um, then what you would do then is you would increase the temperature because you know it's on the fork, you know they're cooked. So your job then is just to crisp them. But if they're not crisped, if they're not cooked, ready to be crisped at that point, give them a two or three more minutes because some air fryers are slower than others, you see. So that's the best option there. And then... You know, um, they're going back on and, you know, you'd be amazed by how crispy they are. And the best thing is, because they are seasoned first, the seasoning sticks to the fries. It makes them more flavoursome and the seasoning adds to the crisp that you get on the fries. It's so much better than just sticking some fries in the air fryer and cooking them for 20 minutes at 200 Celsius, 400 Fahrenheit, which... What shocks me is that there's a lot of uh, sites out there that because they're well known, they just, they end up um, in the best positions in Google when you do a search and the people behind them don't even really use an air fryer and they don't actually understand that fries need to be cooked at a, a lower temperature. And I think the other other problem is that when you read in the leaflets that are given by these air fryer brands, a lot of them recommend this. So nobody's actually tried to do anything different or realised that there's a better way when it comes to cooking air fry fries. So if you want to do air fry fries and you want them the best, that's how you do it. It really is that simple to make the best air fry fries. And in this example, we're using Cajun. But you don't have to use Cajun. You could use tarragon if you're having it with some chicken, for example. Or you could just use parsley or you could just use oregano or you could just use thyme. You know, it's totally up to you. It's totally about personal choice. And that brings me to one of my readers' questions. 
And what she said to me is, do you really have to shake the air fryer 10 times when making roast potatoes? <laughs> well, I kind of laughed when she said that. I really did. I couldn't stop laughing. It still makes me laugh now. I'm not uh, I'm not being mean to her. It's just that I cannot believe the advice that I see written online about the air fryer. I mean, no, you do not have to shake it that many times. The only times you need to shake it more than once which you shouldn't do anyway, is when you overfill your air fryer basket. I'm talking when you do fries and you've put in, you've filled it right to the top and it should only really be feeding four people and you've put enough in there to feed seven and it's pretty much touching the top. Then it needs it because the fries stick together. But you shouldn't do that with them in the first place because they just won't be as nice. It's better to do them in batches. Every now and again, I catch Dominic putting way too many in and they're just not as good as when you've put less in. And I recommend for shaking, think of it how you would shake them if you were cooking them in other um, kitchen gadgets. So, for example, if you were using deep fat fryer, I would probably look at them once to see how they were doing. And if they, if say you were cooking roast potatoes in the oven, you would maybe turn them halfway through cooking and give them a shake and get rid of the ones that are stuck to the bottom with the oil. Well, that same rule applies with the air fryer. Give it a shake halfway through cooking or when you're adjusting the temperature, making sure it's not stuck to the bottom and that's all it needs. The same goes for food when you're turning it. You know, if you're cooking fried chicken in the air fryer, you would only probably turn it once so that you could get both sides crispy because that's all it needs. It's not a repetitive thing. And sadly, I see so much bad information that a lot of people give up on their air fryers because they followed this advice and they're like, whoa, that's not right. I shouldn't have to shake it this many times and then my food's terrible. You just, it's practice makes perfect and you've got to understand that Air fry food really doesn't need shaking very much. Sometimes I forget to shake my fries at all. And you know, it hasn't made that much difference. You might end up with a few on the bottom that aren't as crispy. But you could live with them if you didn't shake them at all. Which is crazy to say considering how obsessed people are with shaking their air fryer basket. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now.